Welcome to the Industry Horror Coffee Cast. I'm your host, Nathan, and well, it's that crazy time of year. Yes, it is tax season, but that's a good guess. No, it's that crazy time of year where everybody obsess over brackets, and everybody pretends to be the biggest college basketball fan for a month or two. That's right, it is March Madness. And... Looking back from a year ago with the fact that we didn't have a March Madness last year, but also with the fact of, well, if you haven't listened to any previous uh, Industry Horror Coffee Cast uh, episodes, instead of crying or, I mean, yeah, I was disappointed, but it was understandable at that time because it was the beginning stages of of the spread of the carryout virus internationally distant 19 uh, last year. And they just didn't want to take any risks, which is understandable. But that gave me the inspiration, the creativity to want to make my own March Madness on the podcast, which was, it was a fun experience it was a fun and challenging experience to do everything i could to make an entertaining storyline and at the same time make it sound as realistic as close to as realistic as possible of you know with with the announcers uh, with the with the sounds of the game with thinking what would have happened and and absolutely, definitely gained some uh, inspiration from uh, from a sports page article, and so I got to give credit to that person. And I made sure of doing that, of giving credit to that person, of being the inspiration to have me because I was okay. First off, I need a bracket. So luckily, someone made a mock bracket. Of what could have been. And so I use use that. And just go from there on. Who they thought. Was going to make it to the final four. In that year. And doing everything I could. And then just thinking of. What storyline I would have wanted to hear. So. So the big basketball player. Will be top and finds a way to get the Dayton Flyers. To get to. Finds a way to get them to the national championship game and facing against a team. You got to have at least, you know, your Cinderella. This was sort of Cinderella. And then have, you know, the best player on the big stage of that year. And you add a twist. And I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed writing that. But enough of the past, let's talk about with this year's March Madness. And I'll make sure to have a link on this episode of the podcast if you... Well, I haven't heard of of this. This sounds interesting. Uh, it's titled Back to the Madness. And it was a combination inspiration of a USA Today sports page article and Back to the Future. Inspiration on both ends. And, and I was just thinking of what 
to make it sound, you know, as crazy, but at the same time, kind of realistic of what I thought uh, last year's March Madness uh, would have been, you know, thinking uh, storytelling wise and... And by the way, it was if you're one if you listen to the episode and you're wondering how many different voice actors all me. All me. The the announcers and all me. So it was a very rewarding and challenging experience. I could even say that I might have even well, I don't want to say deserve, because that would... But, I mean, at least get some acknowledgement, you know. I don't need to have been the best podcast episode, or one of the best podcast episodes of 2020. But, that was a lot of work. I put in about, I do believe it was two months of work into that, and that was writing and there was at some point I lost a whole entire recording and so I had to do it all over again I mean please do take a listen and you could judge for yourselves where not of oh yeah this is pretty good or man this sounds too unrealistic it's Okay, the time traveling part, yeah, is unrealistic. But otherwise, you know, with the game itself and, and the matchups and what would be discussed. Well, you'll just have to listen. I'll, once again, I'll mention that there will be a link. Anyways, as I said, enough of the past. Let's talk about this year's March Madness. Uh, for men's basketball, as soon as I get a look at the women's basketball, I will talk about that as well, too. Because they also have March Madness as well. It's just we emphasize a lot more with the men's basketball. But there's women's basketball, too, okay? I mean, the the University of Iowa Hawkeye, you know, ladies basketball team, they always find a way to be... A pretty good team. They looked as a pretty good team this year. Of course, especially making it to the uh, Big Ten Championship for their tournament. And losing badly them to... It was either... Yeah, it was Maryland. It was Maryland, I do believe. Losing badly to Maryland, but Maryland is one of the top 15 teams in the country. So, I mean... But they, they look pretty good. I could definitely see them uh, probably make it at least a Sweet 16, to be honest. The same with the men's Iowa Hawkeyes as a, a basketball team as well. I, to be honest, they, okay, I, I think there's someone, to be honest, there's someone in the uh, NCAA uh, selection committee that just despises the University of Iowa. Because the region that they put them in, I mean, yeah, they give them a 2C, but, yeah, they also put them in the same region as, oh, I don't know, uh, Gonzaga, who is undefeated. And by the way, picking an undefeated team to go all the way and to win it all on the bracket, it's also 
I have to tell you as advice, it's the safest and unsafest pick that you can make. Because it has been quite a while since we've had an undefeated team win it all. It's been quite a while. The last time and a team ended up going undefeated and ended up winning the winning it all for men's basketball, that is. For women's basketball, it was, uh, gee, I don't know, about maybe just only maybe two or even three years ago recently, that team went undefeated. And they were the UConn women's basketball team, and they ended up winning it all or something. But for men's basketball, men's college basketball, the last time an undefeated team ended up winning it all was 1975-1976 Indiana Hoosiers. And also an interesting fact, the last time that Duke and Kentucky did not make the tournament... You have that right. 1976. Gonzaga, picking Gonzaga to win it, as I said, feels as the safest, but I feel that somehow someone snuck in a trap card somewhere. Excuse the Yu-Gi-Oh reference. Just put in a trap card with Gonzaga, because here's the thing. Yeah, Gonzaga went undefeated. They did play a couple of, let's see here, they, they played opponents. Let's see, they had about maybe four or five games that they had opponent, opponents in the top 25. And they did end up winning all of those, but they're in the West Coast a conference and not a lot of there's some decent teams but not as many great teams as you could say with the Big Ten or the Big 12 or even the SEC or even the actually ACC kind of went a little bit downhill this year or you could even say maybe even the Big East as well So I was in the same region as Gonzaga. We got that. Kansas. Oh yeah, and um the defending national champion Virginia Cavaliers. <laughs> oh, and that extra measure, USC, Oklahoma, Oregon. Jeez, always. <laughs> but we'll see. Also, keep in mind when you pick up sets, there's usually at least one at number 12 over number 5 upset. So, so look wisely with that. And, you know... When you pick your bracket, uh, when you pick the teams for the bracket, I know everybody strives for perfection for their bracket, but pick the teams that you 
can see in the long way, no matter how many the rest of the way your first round looks lousy, your second round looks lousy. Choose wisely of which team to pick. And something to keep in mind, usually the team that wins it all is the team that played in one of the tough conferences. So, I'm not telling you to pick a Big Ten team, but I'm giving you a hint that maybe you should pick a Big Ten team. The Big Ten had one of the toughest schedules because most of the Big Ten teams were in the top 25. You had Illinois, you had Ohio, you had Michigan, you had Ohio State, you had Iowa, you had Purdue. Wisconsin, how could I forget Wisconsin? Wisconsin and and even to a lesser extent Maryland. I mean, they, they were tough teams. No matter what the record showed, they were tough teams to beat. There were a couple that were pushovers, but otherwise, these were tough teams to beat. Well, except for with Gonzaga against Iowa. <sighs> Are you sure you guys want to face Gonzaga again? Also, most importantly, it's great to see, based on, you know, who has the great shooting performance, especially from the three-point range. But keep in mind, also look to see if they also have a great defense as well. Because the teams that go far have a deep bench, have at least one star player. And most importantly, has great defense, especially rebounding-wise. So just keep that in mind when, when you select your teams. Of course, maybe you shouldn't really take any suggestions on what I pick for the bracket, because usually I do lousy with Brackets, no matter how much knowledge and research I put into it. <laughs> but of course, a rule to keep in mind for everybody. Please make sure that you do your taxes before you focus on your bracket. That is a good rule to go by. So that way, you can less focus on crunching numbers and focus more on brackets. I mean, if you are into March Madness and and are into college basketball. Who do I think is going to win? Well, let's just say I can see... I can see Gonzaga... I know, after suggesting that could be a trap card, but but I've been watching some of the college basketball games, and I haven't seen such a completed team with Gonzaga and Michigan. And even Illinois. Illinois looks completed team as well. I... I... I think it will just be in general. I'm going to say I could see Gonzaga versus insert Big Ten team here. But I think that Big Ten team is going to be Michigan. I think it's going to be Gonzaga and Michigan. 
and watch me be so very wrong. But that's the beauty of March Madness, and I don't think this March Madness will be as crazy. Yes, with the fact of it could be a possibility that COVID-19 will be a case of you not ending up playing. But I don't think this March Madness will be as crazy as people expect. I do expect a couple of buzzer beaters, some, you know, out of nowhere great performances from some unsung players. But I just don't see too many upsets in this tournament. I just don't. And if there ends up being an upset, like especially I can see Winfrey pulling an upset, but that was because of misseeding. Winfrey has only had one loss this season. So anyways, hope every one of you enjoy this coming March Madness. As I'm Nathan on the Industry Horror Coffin Cast saying, so long till next time, as we close the lid on this episode of the Industry Horror Coffin Cast. Thank you everybody for listening to this episode of the Industry Horror Coffin Cast. I really do appreciate all you industry horror hearers and casual listeners out there. If you have any suggestions or topics, whether it comes to horror movies, sports... Uh, video games, animation. You can contact industryhorrorcoffincast at gmail.com. You can also contact my Instagram page, industryhorrorcoffincast. And also, if you have any silkscreen printing needs, buttons and stickers, and heck, just want to help with improving with autism employment, Please contact industryhorror at gmail.com. You can also get more information on industryhorror.com. You can shop. You can shop online on industryhorror.com. And you can and if you are near the Venture County area, you can shop at the Industry Horror Store off of 518 East Main Street in downtown Ventura. Near the Buffalo Exchange Store. Thank you all for listening. Let's go Hawkeyes!